that went on longer than it needed to, but there's a reason for it. I, I just had uh, my, my friend, well, my new friend, Kareem Blue in the studio, who's both a comedian and a boxer. So today's beatbox is inspired, of course, by boxing. But how you guys doing? Thanks for listening. Coming out to episode six. You are just a peach. You really are. You're beautiful. I love you. You're what an incredible person to spend your sixth hour of listening to my dumb voice talk. Or maybe you're deciding to listen to this episode first, which is fine. I don't care when you listen to this episode. You can listen to it 10 years from now. Uh, is there even going to be a planet then? Good chance. Probably not. Uh, is that positive thinking? Probably not. But like, maybe it's just realistic thinking, you know, we're burning this thing out. Like, like, like it's a party that's going out of style. So, uh, sorry for that quick dose of reality, <laughs> but, uh, we, uh, ha- I had a lot of fun in this one guys. Uh, the, and, and I, as I've been alluding recently to the idea that I am going to start getting some fitness people on the podcast. This is a great segue into that because it's both a comedian and a fitness person, the, uh, boxing definitely being, uh, being considered part of the fitness world. So a good blend of both, but real soon going to start asking some personal trainer friends to come on and may lose some of you to nerdy fitness conversations. Even honestly, some of those fitness conversations may not even be anything about fitness because, uh, something that uh, brings creatives and fitness people together, I think, is this idea to get better or this or something in their life that that kind of sucked that made them wanting to get better. So I, I'm, I'm going to be trying to get at that that part that the core of what makes someone do their thing, whatever their thing, be, you know, whether it's endurance training, some sort of long form run or lifting like I know every so many different people in the fitness space. So I'm really excited to start getting those people on. But uh, that being said, I don't want to keep rambling. There's no reason to. I'm going to let you get to episode six with Kareem Blue. Thanks for coming by, everybody. Couldn't afford the rights to any songs. So I wrote this one. We're not the best, but we're good enough. Let's start the podcast now. So my, my, my question to you, after seeing your profile pic on Facebook, <laughs> have you ever in your life been a magician? <laughs> a lot of people who uh, a lot of people who follow me on, on here probably know about my profile picture. It's uh, I've never been a magician. Okay. No, no. Um, uh, although I have done a lot of things that don't get me laid. So I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not I'm not that far off. I'm surprised I never got into magic. But. <laughs> But uh, that, it looks it, magical. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, so in that, that's like the most authentic picture I've ever taken. Like okay. I'm always smiling like a doofus in any picture I take. <laughs> but that picture particularly is in the middle of a dance number in a in a Christmas carol. OK. Uh, OK. Musical. So it was magical. Then. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, oh, yeah. Very right. magical. No, no. So, so I didn't misread I, that. I, uh, as, as a lot of you know, I do. Co- I do community theater. And that was uh, that that's me in a real moment on stage. I'm not posing for that. Okay. picture. I didn't know that picture was being taken. <laughs> I was like, I'm I got to ask in the moment of uh, of of Fezzi Wig's Christmas ball. Yeah, which you look happy. You oh, look I happy. am happy, man. Yeah. I love doing that yeah. stuff, man. I love I, I found theaters late in life. I started doing it when I was like 20, 23 or 24 or something like okay. that, which is crazy. I guess not crazy late. There are people who started in their 50s. Yeah, true. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, I started doing theater uh, at a very late age and I love it. I love it to death. And yeah, I mean, I get a lot of joy out of, out of, th- out, of out of doing all this entertainment stuff, yeah. but that actually is a great uh, a great way to segue into my first question that I love asking people before okay. uh, before that, uh, if you would introduce yourself, sir. All right. My name is Kareem Blue. I'm a comedian, boxing coach and uh, owner of Blue Boy Boxing Club in Thomaston, Connecticut. Oh, we're going to get to all of that. Yeah. But first question. All right. First question uh, that I, I love asking people is what makes you happy, Kareem? What makes me happy is yeah, uh, what, what gets you out of bed? What makes you excited to live the day, man? Or. Are you one of those types of people? Because some people are yeah. depressive and they take no, that I'm, question like, "What are you talking man, about, I'm, bro?" I'm happy every day. I know like, you are. You got that to, energy. I, yeah, I just it to up be outside. around, just to be around people, <laughs> and just yeah. like you know, what I mean, just to network with people and grow with people, like you know, just gets me excited. Right, know? right. What what about it? Like what? Uh, so so you, not just meeting people, but like having conversations or the yeah, just opportunity seeing, of growing yourself, growing right, them, right, potential. just like just like kind of seeing like how people move and operate. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Like seeing if anything I could pick up or things like it, since doing comedy, like. It's kind of like your mind just opens up almost. Oh, it like, you really know what I'm saying? Does, like your third eye. It, even it like, really you know I mean? does yeah. open up your uh, your mind to 
analyzing. You yeah. become. I mean, you're already an overanalyzer if you get into comedy. Exactly. Obviously. That's, right. That, that you. I, I don't. I feel like every single person who's gotten into comedy, uh, that's like a a pretty common trait. Uh, between all of us is right. that we analyze the shit out of things. But once you learn how to do it at a level where you have to make things funny, it's like right. you're you're overanalyzing things all the time, man. Just man, I, I used to do that when I first started. I'm going into my ninth year of comedy. Ninth. Like uh, like when I first started, I would like overanalyze, mm-hmm. and then it was because well, everyone like, wants to be George Carlin, right? Like, oh, I'm a philosopher, yeah, yeah. and then I would just kind of see the humor in the situation exactly. and not force it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So that was that was good. I mean, like learning it that way, just kind of seeing things. Before I used to get upset, like you know, if something happened to me, like something bad happens to you, yeah. it's like it's not funny to you. No, but like this is gonna be funny to someone else. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like you know. Exactly. So it took me a little while to kind of be like, oh, I can use this. Mm-hmm. I can use this. And were and were you always a boxer? Yes, I've, I've been boxing since I was eight. Yeah. Interesting. So you've always known how to punch your way out of a situation, yeah, but right. now you're learning how to take yeah. laughs. So and, I get a little and, fearless and, on stage. Yeah, you know exactly. Um, yeah, you must have no problem dealing with hecklers then, because you know. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> you know, I have no you problem. know if, yeah, no, if yeah. it goes to the worst, <laughs> part, like every comedian on stage, for the most part, we are, we're all gonna get our ass kicked, right. kicked if it comes to uh, if it comes to fists. <laughs> but you're one of those people, like I hope you come up yeah, here and right. try to fight I'm, me. We're going viral. Comedy buddy. is the yeah. thing that I'm second good <laughs> right, at. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> like you're gonna come up here and start a fight with me, man. <laughs> I'm gonna give you that one-two punch. Maybe I dance with you for fun, but it's you not know what gonna mean? Right, right. You know what I mean? Just to get the vine going. Yeah, yeah. So tell us more about your boxing gym, man. So you, you, it's called Blue Boy Boxing, right? Yeah, Blue Boy Boxing Club. We've right. been open for about three years. You know what I'm and, saying? Yeah. And what makes you uh, a master enough in boxing to be able to be teaching people? Because there's no, unlike other martial arts, boxing doesn't have belts, right? They do have championship belts. Oh <laughs> shit! And you got a couple of those. Yeah, I won a few tournaments in my day. Fights? All right, yeah. cool. That's a but good, it's like, good uh, way to put it. Yeah, but it's like uh, you know, with with the boxing thing, is like um. Like, you don't know who knows what. So it yeah. kind of like, you know, with karate, like, oh, he's a black belt. They kind of give him that respect yeah. when they actually haven't done anything with them. Yeah, well, that's you the know? scary thing about martial arts in general. They don't, like, I'm a bodybuilder. I, I do strongman. And you know that by looking at me. I'm, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a thicker, heavier set, like, muscular dude. I can't do, sh- and most people know that we can't fight. People who look right. like me probably can't <laughs> fight. We just have the size, you know, just have the size. We're just kind of like, we'd be cool to cast in a movie, but we right, can't right, actually right. do things. But the scary thing about martial artists is uh, you don't tack on muscle. You don't really tack on a build right, a lot, when yeah. you do this stuff. Right, so, right. like, you look like, I mean, you are you look like a fit guy, right. but I wouldn't, like, talking to you, I wouldn't know that you could beat the shit out of me. <laughs> like, right, right, I wouldn't right. know that immediately. Right. I, I mean, I assume most people could beat the shit out of me. But I mean, we, we, have, some, we have some women at the boxing club oh, that, yeah. like, you know what I mean, that you wouldn't think. Like, for example, like, uh, I had this one woman named Penny. You know, if you're listening, Penny, shout out to you. <laughs> like, uh, older lady, you know what yeah. I mean, in her 60s. Like, uh, when she first came to the boxing club, like, she couldn't lift, like, 20 pounds over her head. Right. You know what I mean? She was like, oh, I can't do this. And, like, we have this thing in our club. We say, never say can't. Like, you know, nothing's I love that, yeah. We don't even use the can't word. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you just don't know how to do it yet. Right. So we started working. She started to be able to lift 20 pounds over her head. But long story short, her husband was in the yard and, like, hit a rock with the, with the riding mower. Mm-hmm. So it dipped and fell over on him. She sees him in the yard, runs, and she lifts a thousand pound tractor Holy off of him. Holy shit! I can't. I'm so glad you brought this up. I I actually just looked this up the other day. I, I didn't know there was an actual name for it, mm. but it's called hysterical strength. Mm. The strength that you get, and everyone's heard of the story: right. a mother lifting a car right. off her kids. Right. I never had no ex- personal experience with that. There's a scientific though. name for it. It's called hysterical strength. I gotta tell her you're hysterical, Penny. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and it's a real thing, and uh, like uh, so. Uh, some of you, uh, if, if any of you guys follow Strongman, you'd, uh, you'd know this guy called Eddie Hall, he, mm-hmm. he, the beast. He has the the biggest deadlift of all time, bigger than any human ever has. I think over 1,100 pounds. Yes, I've seen the beast. Like I've seen the yeah. beast. And when he was describing doing it, he wasn't, he, he explained, he didn't, he wasn't trying to lift a weight. He, the only way that he could get into the mindset was he had to pretend that he was lifting a car off of his kids. Right, that right, was it. right, He's, right. The only way that he could pull that off. Yeah. So yeah, this hysterical Yeah, your mind has to go somewhere else, yeah. But back to women in fitness, if you're on the cutting edge, like if you're following fitness in general, I, mm-hmm. I know that you're into boxing, but like martial arts, powerlifting, it is scary how much of a bitch I am. Like I'm following, <laughs> like I, like this, the idea that men are stronger than women, like biologically, it's, pretty crazy. it's starting to fall apart. Yeah, I'm watching it yeah. happen before my eyes. Right. They're, they're, like I could lift some pretty heavy shit 
And there are so many women who could lift more yeah, than I can. Yeah, man. Like, you know, so many. Yeah. Like, like, like the hardest punches in the club a lot of times are women. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Do you, so do you think that is uh, that has anything to do with some that was someone like second guessing a, uh, the woman being like, oh, she's not going to be able to throw as hard of a hit? Or right, she, exactly. She, or a combination of like she also knows how to throw a punch. Right. You know? She knows how to throw a punch. It's a and, combination. And they let their guard down. Yeah. A so bit the guy's too. like, oh, what are you going to do? And it's like, boom. Like, oh, man. You oh, know what I mean? That, like. What what are the ladies? You know what I mean? She'll remain nameless. You know what I mean to protect the innocent. Oh, okay, so you not know, not Penny. She, no, no, not Penny. It's not Penny. You know what I mean? But you uh, like boasting about Penny. But, <laughs> <laughs> but she uh, this lady uh, she had an argument with her ex husband, oh, and you know this, started okay. moving his hands a little bit too crazy, <laughs> laid him down. Just, oh, you know, gee. laid him down. Quick Temple one, shot. Yeah, one Oof. two, boom boom. You know. Yeah, man. Like I've fortunately I've never been punched in the face. I've never. Uh, I, th- I think I think that's one of the reasons why I stay so jolly yeah, and all that stuff. We gotta fix that, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm checking your reach right now. I'm like, can you get, can you get me over this? That's table? why I'm happy. You know right, what I mean? Because right. I know how it feels to be punched in the face. Oh, uh, okay. So every day I wake up not getting punched in the face is a great day. You know. That's <laughs> fucking. That's a good point, yeah, man. You know what I mean? I mean, I get. I guess maybe that's why I'm so happy too. It's yeah. just I never have. But right, maybe right. I should be a little. Uh, yeah, you be you be even hysterical should, strength. You yeah, have. I, I, maybe I should get, be more anxious about it. I don't know. <laughs> I never know when that first punch is going to happen. There's some crazy people out there. Have you seen uh, Cobra Kai, the show? I have not, but I've heard nothing Hilarious. but good reviews about it. No, that was one of the scenes in the show. He's like, you know, like, wait a minute. Like, none of you have ever been punched in the face? Oh. <laughs> He's like, what are we doing here? And you guys all got to get punched. You know, I've I actually I've, I've talked about it with one of my friends before. Like I wanted my best friend who knows how to box. I wanted him to like kind of give me my first punch, like like with yeah. a glove. And I still haven't committed to it. Also, there's just having a best friend do it may even be worse. Yeah, right. He could, he could think about some pent up shit. I mean, we have history <laughs> of fucking with each other back and forth. Right. And in that moment, you know, even though I'm like, yo, just go 70 percent. He might just cold cock me. Right. He might know? have to go there in his brain. Exactly. Like, OK, I got to get this. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, man, like how does like. So what's I don't want to say what's more important to you, but like obviously comedy and boxing, comedy and fitness, they're they're both two real important facets right, of your right. life, right? And how how do you balance them? Like how often are you doing either? Well, like uh, like with boxing, like it's like every like either weekend, e- either weekend I'm either boxing or doing. And comedy. you're not competing anymore, just teaching? No, just teaching. Yeah, I'm not competing anymore. But I have people that compete, so we go to competitions right. or I'm doing a comedy show. You know what I mean? Right, right. So it's like either weekend is that's what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm always doing something every weekend. Yeah, you and know? Uh, have like, do you find it tough to like do you do you build people from like the ground up like having yeah. never boxed before nothing and then yeah from the ground you up. make them competitors or just make them. Uh, self-defense or just get them in shape like what's, it depends what are you on, doing at, at it depends on what they want to do you know what i mean right. but but we all we get them ready for competition even right. if they're not going to compete oh okay you know what i mean like so that. so we we train you like if you were going into competition competition is so important yeah. for the, the the things that you're most passionate about i guess especially i i find in fitness mm-hmm. like if i like so they're spinning your wheels, right, throughout right. the year when you're just kind of staying in shape and the thing. So, right. So everyone Getting knows, so, ready for competition. So, so just so I remind people, uh, strongman, uh, and so I'm, I'm an endurance athlete and a strength athlete. Those are the two real biggest focuses of my life. I try to run as far as I can, and I try to be strong. So uh, I, and I've competed in strongman a couple of times. I've competed mm-hmm. in like a powerlifting competition way back in the day. Uh, and now I, I just I, I actually just competed in a 10K this past Sunday. I took second in my age group. Oh, wow, man. And and I uh, congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate it. And it was actually funny because I'm this big. I'm not a very fast guy, but right. I can move when, you know, when 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 there's some something on the line. When it comes to competition, I could kick it up. That's, That's from being bigger. Yeah. You know I and mean? your joints is like exactly. lubricated. Like, you know, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I, uh, I, I, I got second place in this and I didn't even cheer. I laughed. I was like, what right. the fuck? Like, I'm really? like my big because right. I'm standing next to the guy who took first and he's half my size right, right. and just so much more like that kind of fit. Right. But point I was trying to make is I think competition is so important to push you to a goal. Right. Like, right. like, like building yourself up to compete. It just whatever the thing is that you love. If you if you do some sort of competition version, of you, you pitch yourself uh, up with others just to see how you match up. Right. It really makes you dig deep. It really it, it gets a different kind of performance out of you right, and yeah. gives you a, a different appreciation and love for the thing you're doing. Right. Um, like, I, 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 is that what you found when you were competing in uh, in boxing that like you, you tr- right? You train a little bit harder. Yeah, and, and it's like, you know, and it's like, uh, like I said, like the goal and it's like um, like with boxing is like. Win is win or lose, right? So a lot of times, like especially in amateur boxing, right. it's like you're basically just going out there, just like comedy. Mm-hmm. 
Like, like you're not trying to be like, okay, I'm going to get an HBO special off the first open mic. Right. It's like, that's not going to happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right, right. I'm trying to work on my material. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm a boxer. Like, like comedy, right? When you hit, set the joke up, set up, punchline. Yeah. I've, set been, up, punch, se- right? I've been setting up and punching my whole life. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> that's a good so like, you know I mean? So, like, with that's comedy, I was like, oh, this is just a verbal way to do it. So that's how you look to comedy is that right. it's a verbal way of yeah. boxing. No, that's what it is. I love that. That's yeah. basically what it is. Like it's a punchline. It's a setup and a punch. Yeah. So basically like some people like, uh, let's say like uh, Mike Tyson, he has a quick setup and the punch. Boom. A, a devastating So punch. like, so like, so some people like will have like a quick setup and quick punches and there's like right. this rapid fire. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like a like for a Dave Sheen. I don't know if you ever worked with Dave oh, Sheen. Oh yes, I've worked with like, Dave. Like you know Sheen. how Dave Sheen was like on. bam, bam, bam. He'll yeah. just keep hitting you. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? With the punches. I got that's exactly the way I described John Romanoff. Both mm-hmm. of those people I right. just mentioned are definitely gonna be future guests. But Romanoff, he barely like you have John Romanoff is a mutual friend of ours. He's a comedian friend of ours. Yes, yep, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yep. and uh, he needs to be way Way more famous than he is. Right, so he, he should be. Yes, he was definitely. recently on Anthony Cumia, so that's that's a start. But yeah, he's incredible. And yeah, he doesn't give you a break. Like you have to shut up and force yourself to stop laughing. Right, he's right. Punch, 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 punch. Right, punch. right, right. I like, th- and that's incredible to develop that. Right. Way. He's like, uh, and it, uh, yeah, very. And then some people drag the punch out and then set you up, and you don't see it coming. And oh, it's yeah. like, whoa, yeah. I didn't see that one coming. Yeah, now, you know, <laughs> absolutely. Which is, I find. Like that's kind of where I am. Like that's where I am at in the stage of my comedy is the slow build up to a big, a bigger punch. Mm. But that may just have a lot to do with the fact that I'm still pretty new. I'm I'm only on my fourth year of comedy. And then sometimes it depends on how much time they they allot you. Yeah. Like yeah, you might sure. only have five minutes. You got to trim that fat oh, and get like at least three or four punches oh, yeah. off. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? No, that's that's a, that's a good <laughs> yeah. point. Yeah. No, when uh you you can't do the slow build up. Of, yeah. Because like I mean? some jokes take two three minutes. Right. Then you get like up. one laugh and it's like yeah. okay. And you know what I mean? Leave. Right. Because right. there's I mean in comedy we're we're used to there are tons of five minute sets. There, right. There's, exactly. There's right. So many opportunities for yeah. that. But uh, so yeah, man. All right. So what did I what did I, what did I ask you? What do you what 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 makes you happy? So yeah, man. Um. What uh, what do you think is gonna make the world a better place? <laughs> Boxing, switch up. <laughs> Boxing, yeah. Let's and just comedy. start beating, just <laughs> punching the shit out of each other. Well, no, I mean, like that- stress reliever, like like so basically like uh. Like boxing is a stress reliever. Good point. You know what I mean? When you're punching, like even people mad, they want to punch a wall or something to relieve that True. stress. Uh, now I so love... if you do it a proper way, it's like you can actually relieve that stress and mm-hmm. feel better. And like comedy, laughter is like, you know what I mean? Like a stress reliever. Yeah. So at the boxing club, I created an environment where we box and laugh. That's awesome. You so know what I mean? So, so we're laughing, too, we're boxing. I, should, I was going to say it's not too serious an environment, but like no, yeah. how serious of an environment can right, a comedian run? Like right, you got to like, have that. Yeah, and it's like, and it's serious. It's like, you know, like, like, like Muhammad Ali was serious. Oh, yeah. But he was funny. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, you know what I mean? Like, like, like uh, Mike Tyson was like, like he, they portrayed him to be this mean guy. But as mm-hmm. you can see now, he's been funny. Oh, yeah. You know oh, what I mean? He's po- He's right, so he's, lovable. He's been that way. But yeah. that's the, like, Don King and his managers, that's the way they pr- wanted to present him. Yeah, no, they. Because they, he, because the way his voice sounded. Yeah, they wanted to sell that story. Yeah, right. They, so if, if people heard him speak more, his voice didn't sound tough mm-hmm. so they just wanted him to look menacing yeah you know what i mean like and he did right there yeah wasn't, there, right uh, god damn it i mean you you i i have nightmares about mike tyson <laughs> the, the, i met him before no yeah, tattoo was, mike what was that like he had the like? tattoo on the eye when oh, i so met you, him so you've met him uh, and what, what would that be in like the last 10 years yeah right exactly yeah. that was like what 2002 i think it was something what, like what was he like it was cool because he actually knew one of my cousins, and that was crazy. Like, Come on, was, like he knew my cousin Come by on. name. We was at a nightclub, and he was like, he was like Van, and I was like, I was like, oh, look, I'm like Mike Tyson knows yeah. your name. Like you never said this. Like that's never- a that's a very. I, I hope I'm not overstepping when I say that is a story that only a black person could tell. <laughs> Mike Tyson knows Mike. I feel like there's something about black people and the way that they use the word cousin or their actual cousins in their family. There's this magical connection between cousins. all that. Yeah. Right. All black, like, I don't know if that cousin is actually related to you or not. Right, all right. I know is that I could never say uh, Mike Tyson knows my cousin. I maybe he, one might, of my, he might be a promoter. Exactly. Or like maybe one of my cousins has met Mike Tyson at right. like a signing or something. Right. But to say that Tyson he knows already knew. Right. Right, right. Absolutely not. Right, right. No way. No, I don't know what it is with uh, they're they're one. They they truly got that one love, that one family thing. Going yeah, on man, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's incredible. Yeah. Oh God, Matt Tyson. So you think so? So would you say boxing is gonna make the world a better place or stress relief? <laughs> no, I mean like 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 people just like understanding. Like for example, like um, you know, I'm originally from New York. Okay. You know, and like you know, like I have white friends like in New York, like not too many. 
mm-hmm. but it's like you know like when i moved to connecticut like you know things were different the country was changing you know what i mean so it's like when did you move to connecticut uh, about like 11 years ago okay so that's a different because the country changed a lot in the past like two or three right. years that's what i'm but, saying so it's like well, you're talking about there was also a pretty tectonic shift going on right so like time, you know what yeah. i mean and it's like when when you live in a certain place you don't see what goes on in other places you know what I mean? So when it's I moved true. to the suburbs, I was like, oh, this is how they think. Suburbs are a different animal, aren't Right, they? so I'm like, wow, this is how they think. Like in New York, like uh, like most of the white people, like, you know, growing up, like they were like, you know, prideful in their background where they came from. Like they, like there was no white person to me. It was like, hey, I'm Jewish. Yeah. I'm Irish. Right. I'm Italian. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm Polish. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, I'm not white. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it was almost like a, calling a, a Puerto Rican Dominican. Like, what do you mean? I'm Dominican. I'm not right, Puerto right, Rican. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, whoa, whoa, calm down. You know yeah. what I mean? Or calling like a Chinese person Japanese or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it was like, you know, like if you call them white, it's like, whoa, I'm Irish. You know what I mean? Don't call me that. You know what I mean? Oh, I have yeah. a title. Yeah, that's, you know what I mean? They were a little more prideful. Yeah, that's like, like a joke on Italians now. Like so, some Italians will still, th- there are Italians who believe that Italian isn't white, but Italians are totally white people. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, cl- clearly. I mean, yes, I get a really good tan, but right. I'm still white. The, right. th- me on my tannest day will not look like you on your lightest day. <laughs> like, like this is not, I'm right. not, I'm a white person. Right, 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 <laughs> you right. Know what I mean? But you're saying so that was more back in New York. They identified more with the culture that right they, with the culture, right? So in the suburbs, you're saying it's like blanketed. Like if your pale really? face is like you're white, you know what really? I'm saying? Like yeah. like they still have their subculture, but it's like they more identify white than yeah, because they wanna they wanna be on the same they wanna be on that big team, right? But it's like yeah. but like uh it seems like like black people don't do that, right? It's like you're Dominican, you're Haitian, yeah. you're Jamaican. It's like no, what if it was all just black it would be right. like astronomical like. yeah well that it has a lot to do with uh they were lumped in when they were in, in the the most the most oppressive times mm-hmm, where right. anyone with a dark skin color would be black right right like uh there was a time where uh where certain white people were were def- were discriminated against as well like the irish or right even, right even exactly right exactly but it kind of worked in white people's favor to identify as white as a blanket term because then exactly. nobody's being persecuted because exactly. we're all on the same exactly. team. Exactly. Like, and that's what, like, with boxing, like, you saw that in boxing, like, like the poor people ran boxing. Yeah. In the country. So, well, like, like when back in the day, boxing, it was heavy Italians. You don't yeah, really see a lot was, of boxing Italians. I was going to say there was eras of different nationality throughout right, boxing, exactly, right? Right, exactly. Italian like, boxers, Irish boxers. As they started right? to get better in the country, yeah. they stopped doing that because that yeah. was a poor man's sport. Yeah, exactly. You well, know what I mean? I mean, I grew up in the suburbs, pretty, I mean, relatively privileged kid. Right. I never had a reason to fight anybody. I right, never had a reason like to the, survive. You, you see, know? like, the Rocky Marcianos. Yeah. The, like, I mean, those guys, like, back in that that era, that's yeah. when everybody was poor, a lot of Jewish yeah, boxers. Yeah, because everyone was yeah. in the slums. Yeah, right, it, it exactly. Wasn't, it wasn't really associated with a... a as a, there, as those, those groups started to do better in the country, they right. stopped boxing because they didn't need to. Interesting. So who's boxing right now? Like, you see, like, you more, more blacks, you know, Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, I heard Cubans. you never want to get into a ring with a Mexican. Yeah, Mexicans. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. You know what I mean? They, yeah. they, so those are pretty much dominating boxing. Right really? Now. So yeah. I don't. I never. I never real. It makes a lot of sense now that I think of it, but I never realized the socioeconomic connection to fighting. Where right. yeah, it has a lot to do with who's uh, who's the majority dealing with the poor class at the time. Right, right. Because like, why would I want to get punched in the face? Like, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> a, good a, point. a lot of time with people. You that's know what I mean? Point. You know well, what I mean? I mean, what like like white people? They're. Uh, I mean, I, sports isn't a great topic for me because I don't know a lot about it. But like, it's it's an interesting connection. How uh, how, how what I was just saying between b- between different races. But you but you lift weights though, like so you know at least about the mindset. That's a good point. That you have to click on your mindset to achieve something. But yeah, you know I mean cool, physical. What's cool about weightlifting is that it's a it's a very equalized sport in that. Mm rich people poor people right it right. doesn't matter what you are in the gym you're just throwing around weights that's it where right. you're just getting stronger you're getting better and in a proper like in the best gym environment everyone's on the same team we're all just trying to get better right we're help all each supportive other right. of each other exactly maybe we end up competing against each other maybe not but like but healthy competition exactly, not like healthy yeah, competition right. and and so many pointers like the I'm. I love being part of the fitness community, the mm-hmm. lifting community. I love answering questions and having my questions answered. I know mm-hmm. a lot about certain things, and there are people who know more than me. Right. And I, I have people that I could just text who are experts in certain situations, and I would love to have them on the show. And I have people who text me with questions, right. and I could, you know, I could help them or helping them in person. 
but yeah, no, there is definitely a mindset associated with lifting, you know, about getting better and all that. But just, just one thing I love, like the reason that this, this whole concept of this socioeconomic uh, reason to be uh, getting into a sport, it's, it's foreign to me is because the sport that I practice in, it's just level, man. Right. It doesn't matter what color you are in the gym. Right, it doesn't right. matter. You know, it's every, everyone's just trying. Everyone's got a very similar goal in mind. Exactly. But on a different path. Right. Did you ever get into lifting weights or anything like that? Um, yeah, I lift the weights. But like like uh, back in the day, like it was more like taboo. Yeah. Talk to me more about the connection between boxing and lifting, because I know there are certain certain trainers. And I imagine you're you're one who falls in this line who uh, who not not necessarily swear off. Uh, strength, no, I, no, no, strength, no, we, we or, use or, uh, weights. Yeah, we definitely use resistance weights. Resistance training, yeah. Like, like back in the day, they were more a little afraid that they would get you tight. Yeah, because they and didn't not know. Be, yeah, they didn't know enough. The science, the science wasn't, wasn't there. there. Yeah, right, now, exactly. Now, I mean, you could talk to any 15-year-old who just started lifting, but they watched hours and hours of I mean, But that was videos. with anything, though. Yeah. I mean, like, like, like with basketball, Michael Jordan was the first one to really start doing the weights. Is that true? Yeah, like, like that's why he was like separated himself. Right. From everyone else, yeah. like like he his body didn't look like Magic Johnson and Larry no, Bird. He was jacked. He was ripped. Michael Jordan you know was right. right. So he was like one of the first ones that started like actually taking care of his body more. Mm. These other guys was partying at the nightclub. Right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like he was actually like hired an actual trainer, relying a lot. Like on you their, know what I mean? On his own, like for yeah. his own money. You know what I mean? Yeah, relying a lot on their natural athletic ability. So like right now these guys training. are doing that. Now you see LeBron working out together with other other guys I in, in heard, the off season. I heard he spends a million dollars a year on his on personal right. Per- just his personal health. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. That's, he's a business. He's a, you know what I mean? It, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Keeping, I mean, keep, J-Lo's legs are insured for like um, something million dollars crazy. And they're a national treasure <laughs> you know and we're really right, happy to have them. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, her ass, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, the ass is a part of the legs, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, it's all uh, connected. Yeah, you know, it's all connected. So, <laughs> so, um, so now bo- boxers understand that there is an aspect of lifting that is helpful. Right. To, Even nutrition is different now. Oh my Boxing is all different. Yeah, right. It. And, Come on. And it's like, like, I discovered that in my own life. Like right. I knew, I've known how to work out since I was like 13, right. but I was morbidly obese at one point, uh, you know, and, or I got skinny fat, which was, I had lost all the weight, but didn't have any strength. Right. I right. The muscle I, tone. N- I never really understood nutrition, but now there's just so many avenues for learning about it. Right. And now I understand it's application to fitness and getting better. And holy shit. Like yeah. it's the game changer, and, yeah. and a lot of people say that uh, it's eighty percent nutrition, twenty percent uh, exercise, right. and I I tend to agree, right? Because no matter what you do, like no matter how much I run, I could still undo it with the wrong wrong type of eating, right? Right. If it's it, even though I burn crazy calories training for a marathon, I could still get fat during this. Like right. I put on weight here and there right. throughout this training program that I've been on, even though I'm running like forty miles a week eat the wrong stuff at the wrong times, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But no. So, so are you also interested in nutrition as well? Yeah. I'm definitely interested in nutrition. Like what's like your, my nutrition is not lane? that great. My mind's not that great. Oh, you know you're one of those genetic guys. Yeah, I'm, I eat whatever I want. <laughs> ah, you son of a bitch. I just hit the bag and then I'm like, I'm good. I will get fat if I have a conversation about a bad <laughs> meal. Like, <laughs> like, like if I say the word pizza enough times, I'll right. just gain Done. a pound. Literally. Right. Like it's, it's crazy. It's why I had to discover fasting because really the only way to get myself to stop putting on weight is to just stop eating. Right. <laughs> like, right. like just eating for long, uh, not eating for longer uh, periods of time. Yeah. So, so you don't follow anything particularly, but I guess you recommend. Yeah. For my boxers and stuff like that. Exactly. You, yeah. You know yeah. that not everyone's gifted like you. Right. Yeah, right. So Everybody's Kareem, let different. me ask you, have you ever put yourself on a strict diet and saw the animal you turn into? Cause no. guys like you, no. when guys like you yeah. diet, yeah. Holy no, shit! I've, I've never died in my life. So, so you're what so what I would call uh the, the term I like to use is a genetic super freak. Okay, you're super fit, and you you say you don't follow a diet. But when you say you don't follow a diet, do you not practice like nutritional sense? Like you have to know. Like when you say you yeah. eat whatever you want, what do you eat? You're not just eating pop tarts. Like you have to have no, some sense. I mean, of what you're like eating. sometimes I might have a salad, and then like I might have a sleeve of intimate donuts. <laughs> You. Okay. you know what I'm saying? Okay, like, yeah, I don't know. You really are. Yeah, that's a super freak. You know what I mean? Like, I, you a know, sleeve I just of Entenmann's donuts. You know Jesus what? I, Christ, I went. Man. Me and my wife went on a cruise ship one time, right. and um, they did what the bio impedance on us, and they kind of told us how much calories we burn at rest. Yeah. So once I figured out how much calories I burn at rest, right. I was burning a lot more calories than I than I thought I was. Yeah. So I had to eat more. Okay, so so I, I could burn more. You know what? Now that I think of it, you're, so yeah, you're you would. I don't I don't know if you know the fitness. Term. I think it's ectomorph. 
Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're, I, th- I yeah. think that's what you're. There's endomorph, mesomorph, and ectomorph, yeah, but yeah. I always confuse the two. Yeah. One of them puts on. I think weight. I'm a meso. Endo, I think, is a yeah. skinny one. Yeah, so I'm yeah. an ectomorph. Right, I'm, right. The, I'm, a, I'm a gorilla. I put yeah. on weight like nothing. Right. I mean, I'm not exaggerating when I say I could put on 15 to 20 pounds in a weekend. Easy, right? Weekend. Yeah. I'm right. not saying a week. Right. In a weekend, that's I could crazy. go up 15 pounds. Wow. Not even trying to. I'm not trying to put on weight. That's just me not watching myself. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, no, that stuff gets really complicated to, uh, you know, cause you have to eat a certain way to have, cause I'm, I'm a performance based athlete. I'm not just trying to, I don't just try to look, look good. Right, I'm right. trying to do, I'm trying to run a marathon right now. Right, I'm exactly. trying to win strongman competitions. I'm trying to do things with my body that require me to eat a certain way, right. but eating a certain way will also get me fat. Like I have such a balancing <laughs> act a good, that yeah, I have it's to it's do crazy. because I need enough to fuel my workout. But then if the seasons kind of overlap, it's kind of like, Oh man. Oh you know yeah. Mean? Oh yeah. yeah, it's tough, man. I am crazy hyper aware of what I eat and my diet throughout the winter, what time of year it is and how I got to eat and my fasting schedule. And then some weekends I just fuck off and eat whatever I right. want. And I pretend I'm you for two days and I'm like, well, got 20 pounds to lose now. Awesome. <laughs> so that's how that works. Like I heard like uh, Bruce Lee, like they said he used to um, like make a lot of smoothies. Like mm. he would make like a meat smoothie. A meat smoothie? Like raw, like raw steak. And weed. I am tempted. And just like, and just like, like put it in the blender and drink it. I am tempted to call this episode meat smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> it's too easy. It's too easy. Oh, God, Bruce Lee. Is, is that what you have to look like to be Bruce Lee? Is, know, is that what you man. have to do to look like that guy? To be able to <laughs> kick anyone's ass on earth is uh, a meat smoothie. A meat smoothie. <laughs> I've actually heard of this before in bodybuilding as well when yeah. people will like, blend up boiled chicken right my yes, listeners are right, gagging right right now. right right, right. <laughs> uh yeah but meat smoothie guys that could also be my nickname <laughs> i might <laughs> i love it um so yeah dude so 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 like what else has like what else has been cool with with boxing for you over the years has it been rewarding with what you know competitive wise so like you you got your belts but hmm. To see people's progress, like, are, is there anything that you've been like, really, like, oh shit, I helped this person do this? Man, like, um, like I said, like, I've I've had so many uh, instances where like people have had gotten into situations outside of the club, like, you know oh, what I mean? Oh, like, where they had, I didn't even think of that to use. Where this, they had I'm, to defend I'm so, themselves. I'm so fitness you know I mean? minded. I'm just thinking right. about what people do with their body and competitive, but yeah. I forget that, like, yeah, there's a practical application to yeah. knowing how to fight. Yeah. So like, like people have had to actually use it, and like, you know what I mean? They've come out on top. You know what I mean? And it's like that's. God, and just to awesome. know that that you know what I mean like they they were safe by something I taught them was yeah. like you know what I mean it's like feels like incredible like That's you know any like book. I hope people never have to use it but if the fact that they had to and they were able to you know come yeah. out on top was was cool you yeah know? no I I agree entirely it's yeah. definitely better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it exactly right. and uh, outside of the ring did you ever have to defend yourself as well oh yeah a lot yeah like, definitely because I, I know I know a guy like you who's so high level. You, uh, you, you obviously are, you're going to avoid fights. I try to avoid it. Yeah. I try to avoid real, it. Yeah. It's a real problem for you to get into a fight. E- even if you're in the right, right. Like, you got to be like, like especially really hurt something, like especially in my, my neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Where I grew up as like, if I, if I really hurt what this part kid, of New York? I grew up in the Lower East Side, man. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, if I hurt this kid, I'm like, he might come back with something. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, point. you know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. like, if I just, not now, the last time you see I got, him. you know, so if, like, so sometimes like when I get in a situation, I got to let the guy at least like get a shot off or some connect somehow so that way he feels like i did something you have to empower your opponent and let right. them hit you no, so that way you or know let I mean? them like, feel like, they like if it's in the off. area i live i live in you know what i'm saying i gotta at least let him get a shot off or two you know what i mean so yeah. that way he can feel like hey i got him too yeah you know what i mean before I, if i just light him up and how long have you known how to fight like since i was eight since you were eight Man. who the hell got you boxing at eight my uncle my uncle pablo well he's kind of like my uncle like you know from a family he passed away a long time ago. right right yeah. right that's yeah, but he was a homeless guy. Oh, he became homeless, started using drugs. I wish homeless. we started with Uncle Pablo, the boxing, uh, the <laughs> yeah. homeless boxing guy. Yeah, right. That's yeah. the story I should, yeah. we should have led with. Yeah, Tell yeah, me yeah, more right about after Uncle the meat Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about this guy. You're, you're so, so he became homeless, or yeah. he, he he wasn't already homeless. No, he, he wasn't boxing. already homeless. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, he he was he was homeless, <clears> and um, in Tompkins Square Park in New York City, Lower East Side. Where I grew up at, like I used to be outside a lot. My mom was a single parent, so she used to work, and I used to be outside a lot with my sister. And um, we had met a lot of like homeless people, like in the in the neighborhood stuff like that. And like I would just always be outside, and like you know he would always be shadow boxed. 
So I was like, I was like, yo, probably you know how to box. You know what I mean? He was like, Yeah, I used to box. You know, and this before. wasn't like this wasn't like crazy homeless person shadow boxing. This no, guy no. knew what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. Like back in back in those days, like like people just like got hooked on drugs and just messed their life up a lot of them. Right. You know what I mean? Like there was like science teachers, like you know what I mean, like gym te- you know what I mean, and living homeless. Yeah. On the street. So it was like, you know. So I would go to the park and it was kinda like a smorgasbord for me. Like if I needed help with my my math homework, there was like a math teacher Shut that up. used to be in the park that was strung out. That but that, you know what I mean? They they, they wow. knew they still knew what what to do. You know that's fascinating. So it's like, like yeah. homeless tutoring uh, exactly service right. that you had at your disposal. It was like a community center in the park, and they were just happy to do it. They were doing nothing. Right. right. So like so just like human uh, interaction for them probably was, right. Was, was, was you know enough what I mean? Payment. Yeah. So like so he was like hey he was like I was like hey could you show me how to box? He was like no this is serious. I was like, no, I want you to show me. So he was like, if I show you, you, you when you shake my hand, this is every day. We got to practice every day, whatever. That's so a, I'm like, that's a I'm like, all right, Pablo, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? So I shook his hand, whatever. And then like, you know, he would show up like to my house. He's homeless. He has no nothing else to do. You know what I mean? I'm trying to go to play basketball. He's like, no, not today. We got to go do this first. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm gonna, he's like, no, you shook my hand. And I'm like, all right, I'm not going to argue with the guy. You know what I mean? So I kept doing that. And then um, you gave Pablo purpose. Yeah, and then once he once uh he he had went away he had he had AIDS he contracted AIDS so like you know he passed away yeah so I started continued going to uh, you know the boys club doing boxing and uh and doing uh martial arts with Hector Santiago Ron Van Cleef for a little bit and then I switched over to Hector you know do yeah. you have uh damn that's an incredible story do you have do you do anything in your life today uh as as today modern 2019 Kareem that kind of pays service to Pablo other than the fact that you still box and are teaching others to box right. but is there any like shrine or any any uh any like habit or some sort of ritual you have that like goes back to Uncle Pablo well not like uh like just like teaching people cuz he was the right. first one to teach me yeah. so anytime I'm showing somebody to jab I just I mean it's like he's yeah. right there with me you know what I'm saying and like you, you know yeah and do you agree with that his philosophy of like once I shake your hand like do you like cuz I know people are going to fall off but do you right. chase people who who kind of lost that fire the same way that he was telling you that listen like I'm going to show up to your house or like no like um uh, like 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 I don't like I don't know if he knew I had the fire in me I don't know if he saw it or things like that so sometimes I see things in people Right. And a lot of times people aren't realistic with themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they're like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I'm like looking at them in their eyes. I'm like, you're not going to you do don't any got of it. this. Yeah. Like, I can, you know, it's like eye of the tiger. It's yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you don't have to be a fighter. It's like oh, you yeah. can either see it or not. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, you, you but, know it. But I'm one of the people that think like, okay, like you don't have to be like a natural fighter. You can be intelligent. Like I have a guy, uh, uh, Tyler. You know what I mean? This guy's like a p- computer analyst. Oh, boy. You know what I mean? But like. Well, when he gets in the ring, he, he's a beast. You know what I'm saying? Like he yeah. he's surgical. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because everything has to make sense for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he has to have that a strategy. That could be a real problem for somebody who uh, getting into the fight game. Like a real problem for for his opponents is what I'm saying. Right, right. For right. someone to be able to surgically dissect exactly a, uh, a fighting technique. Right. It's you know they're they're doing it in a way that like you don't understand. Right, like a computer system. Yeah. Right, and right. And then I, I I assume you also have people who are intuitive boxers as well who just right. who who get in there and they just fight. They survive. Right. right. They play by the bo- boxing. Of course, has a rigid set of rules to it. Right. But they play within those rules and they're a natural. They just flow with it. There's right. No, exactly. There's yeah. no calculations or anything like that. They just are. Right. Mm-hmm. Someone someone comes at them with the left. They know. Yeah. They just know like just like comedy. Some people just get up there and they naturally good at it. You're like wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then like some people like they like they have the natural energy, but mm-hmm. they don't have they haven't wrote the jokes. Right. You know what I mean? Like, man, this guy's energy. If he had some good jokes, yeah, he'd be yeah. on fire. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like like some people have the natural aptitude. Like if they learn some technique, they could have something mm-hmm. here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So do you, and and are there things that you do to re- like help people recognize that fire within them? Like, like well, like uh, for example, I have a Parkinson's class. A Parkinson's class. Yeah, so, uh, so we have a class three times a week to teach uh, people with Parkinson's boxing. That is incredible. How, so, ma- how many people are, are uh, enrolling? We probably that? got about 12 to 13 so far. That is yeah. fucking beautiful, man. Yeah, so, That's so, so cool. I, I would never even think of something like that. Yeah, so they actually found a study uh, years ago that, that boxing drills help reduce some of the symptoms of Parkinson's. Wow. So like Muhammad Ali got Parkinson's, so a lot of people know about it through that. So they like they think he got Parkinson's from getting punched, but I'm like, that's that's not the case right you know what i mean michael j fox has parkinson's he's not taking punches right you know what i mean so like muhammad ali once he stopped boxing then all of the symptoms kind of just like bombarded him 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like because he stopped training. Well, yeah, there there is something to be said about brain elasticity and practicing some sort of regular ritual that mm-hmm. forces you to have the hand eye coordination exactly. that forces your brain to be communicating with your body. Exactly. It's it, uh I I operate off uh not operate off from what I've seen of with people in aging, mm-hmm. if you stop you rot. Exactly that, that's, right. That's what I was told by old, like old Italian it's relatives true. and stuff it's like true. that. And you, and the old, the, the old trope of like your your Italian grandfather being eighty something year, or let's say your old European grand grandparent, like right. being out in the garden or just doing some kind of busy work, still even moving, at like right. seventy five, eighty yeah. years old. And you're like, why are you doing that? Like, go inside, Grandpa. It's it's hot out. Like, you don't understand. That's what's keeping them alive. Right, keeping them moving. They are right, sending right. a signal. To, there, there's just an evolutionary thing in 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 their inherent innate in humans that. As long as you keep doing stuff, the body will stay will stay alive. It, right. it realizes that it serves a place in this world, that that it's like, oh, I, I gotta stay alive. I can't just give up. It's right. you know, and and, and I, that's what I believe. The mindset, least. like we were talking yeah. earlier, yeah. Yeah, no, mindset is so huge yeah. about 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 staying alive and and just be like it's, you. You said there was a seventy year old woman in. Yeah, yeah, we have uh, like up to like seventy five years old That's, in the class, yeah. And I, I, and they bet, have Parkinson's, yeah. And I bet they didn't get weak. Uh, I bet they haven't gotten weaker since they started with you. Right? Exactly, right. Like right. something even sharper in the head, sharper, yeah. sharper in the mind, but right. also sharper in the body. Just having that brain body connection. Yes, pra- yes. Practicing yes. some sort of, uh, some sort of ritual that forces you to to put it all together all the time, keeping you on top of it. That's why. I'm and then some of the people never worked out before. So like now they get parts and the doctor says you have to work out. Wow. I mean, so like, so like you better be do it now. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, cause they, you're going to have to Yeah. at some point where the doctor's going to tell you, you have to work out now. Then you know nothing. Yeah. And then you get hurt more cause you know nothing. Yeah. I, I could you never, know what I mean? you know, I, I encourage people to get involved with some form of strenuous physical activity that they love. It doesn't have to be the, th- I happen to love running and lifting and yeah. rock climbing and all these other things, but like, it doesn't have to be the things that I do, but I think it's really important that people get active in some way because the human body is not designed to sit. It's designed to move. Right. We, we are, uh, I I think, I I think we're the best distance runner in the animal kingdom. Wow. (laughs) Like, like seriously, like, like, uh, like we're, we're, we're incredible at it, but like you have to practice it. I forgot what tribe that was. Um, there was a tribe that, uh, that, uh, they, they kind of give them credit for inventing shoes. Inventing shoes. Yeah, they used to live near the rubber trees, and they would like oh, melt the rubber okay, yeah. and put it on the bottom of their feet. Yeah, that feet. makes a lot of sense. That's where they created those those shoes with right. the toes. So they uh, so their tribe would would hunt deer. They didn't have like bows and arrows, so they they would hunt, they would use a spear, but they wouldn't throw it. They would just have like legs, where yeah. it was like okay, like like you run, chase the deer. Then when you stop, I take over, and then they would just run to the deer's out of breath. Yeah, well, that's I. And then I they just. I know that's called uh, what is it? Persistence hunting. Yeah, was oh, that it? Okay, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. you're, all right, okay. you're 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 running because animals could, could they, they could run faster than us, right? Right. But they can't run. The, outrun. There's so many. They can't outrun. Right. Like, right. Like, and that speaks to I th- I think I think it speaks to a greater thing about the human psyche, the human experience, is that we are persistent. Like right. we may not. Physically, just about any animal could kick our ass, but we have that brain power and we have that persistence. Our right. body is capable of of going t- longer than others can. You know what I mean? You, like, know, like you know what's staying crazy? Staying in the fight. Like, 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 like when you think about it, can all the animals really kick our ass or do we think they can? So we just allow it to happen. <laughs> I mean, a lot of animals. Could. Yeah, I mean, I, like, like I Penny w- just lifted a trail, a tractor. You know? you know what? That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> she could probably throw a lion. I would I would recommend that Penny does not get get into shit with a lion. Those are te- terrifying animals. You never met Penny. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. That's a good point. To be fair, I don't think Penny's ever met a lion. True, true. <laughs> now this is a showdown that I wouldn't mind seeing in like a hypothetical scenario. Yeah, but right. like sounds like it could get real ugly real quick. Oh man. Uh getting getting a little but just bit. like you would watch those Spartacus, you know, the, the, in the arenas. The guys would face like lions and they would have a sword, obviously. You know, that's a gr- that's a great point. You know, yeah, sometimes the guy would come out on top. He was sometimes, you know, every I mean? now and then. But I think a vast majority of the times he was mauled to death by a lion. Right, right. You know, <laughs> think, you know. Yeah. I think that's what ended up happening. Or, uh, or like a bullfighter, right? Like going against the bull. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like stabbing the bull. It was like you know, it's like okay, I can. It's like once you kind of be realistic, it's like I'm not gonna take this bull head on. Well, we didn't get to the top of the animal kingdom for nothing. You know? Right. We we are we. There were moments throughout. Throughout animal history, where humans bested these animals, we figured it out. 
where it would yeah, be like Tarzan, he was killing him. Yeah, he was, he was whooping ass. Exactly. Yeah, he beat the shit out of monkeys. <laughs> Alligators. Right? He, he was. He was whooping everything. Yeah. Yeah. No, nobody <laughs> could fuck with Tarzan. But uh, all right. So so we're we're rolling up onto the uh, the the end of this, and uh, something I always ask my guests is for them to speak something into infinity, right? Kind of like a famous last word sort of thing. People mm-hmm. have a general understanding of who you are now. This uh, this entertainer, this comedian, and you obviously have some some real pursuits in life. And I think I think you've provided a great thing to to your clients with you know the Parkinsons and Thanks, and, and you you seem to have figured out that boxing is, it means more to you than just punching people like you, you right. you've understood a way of that life connection, me, but yeah. like for you like 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 for 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 my you know these, these podcasts will be available forever people will always be able to listen to it right, so if you right. so if you could just take a moment and to speak something in forever whether it be a a, a, a piece of advice or a pe- something to remember you by like what what, what do you want to bring up right I, I would just want to say like uh you know like before i started like doing comedy or like you know like started like my boxing business you know what i mean a lot of times, like people will like will doubt for you. Oh, you know what I mean? And they'll they'll kind of be like, oh, like when you probably want to do the strongman thing, they probably you gonna do that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you were big, it's kind of like it seems unrealistic to oh, them, yeah. but they don't understand the mindset you're in. No, you know what I mean? Like like when you have that mindset, you can't let anybody like deter you from the mission. Yeah, you know what I mean? So a lot of times, like the doubt, you allow it to creep in because you have no plan. So what I figure out is like when people have a goal but they don't have an actual plan. You know what I mean? So when they don't have a yeah. plan, then the frustration sets in because oh, yeah. there's no actual plan. Yeah. So just like somebody going on stage, like, I'm just gonna wing it and do crowd work. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're they're fishing for a lapse them, before they get off stage. And they're running over time yeah. and it's like it's getting out of camp control. Right. So like I said, like uh so I would just say before I leave, like uh like they always have a plan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a goal without a plan is just is just a wish. You're just wishing. Ooh. You know what I mean? And and what did you say before? Don't let people do your doubting for you. Yeah, like, don't people let like, doubt for you. you know I mean? love that, man. I I that's such a good point. When people, so so there, are, when people who don't have their own uh, own ambition, right? I don't know what it is where they they have such a lack of ambition that they want to take the ambition out of other people. They want to take really the wind on out them. of other people's sails. Yeah. But they don't really want to take the win. It's just like they're projecting. They're, yeah, that's exactly they're, projecting they're projecting themselves onto you. And yeah, yeah. Man, it's like I was like, let's say I start to let the doubt creep in because of someone. I'm like, wait a second. This doubt didn't even this. It never had a chance. Yeah, it this didn't is even completely exist because of them. I'm like, right. You're, that's such a good way. And now going forward, and I hope you guys do the same. I'm going to acknowledge it in the moment as it's happening. Maybe right. I won't say it out loud, but I'm not going to let people I don't want to let people doubt for me right, that's right. exactly because I didn't go into this with any doubt right but when people do doubt me I always will ask them why like some people just chalk it up or oh, you're a hater they'd be like hey Kareem you can't do this I'd be like why'd you say that why, right. why, why what, what in your brain makes you think that I can't get this done maybe you might be on to something uh-huh. you know I mean? that's something I don't see yeah. you know what I mean like you know what I mean like then I kind of ask them that then it's like I'll kind of chalk it up like either grain of salt or I'll use the information you know right. yeah man but i don't I, just dismiss it yeah no i i you agree that, that's also a great way to call people out on their own bullshit when they're trying or call people out on the bullshit that they're throwing your way with this whole trying to do the doubting for you it's like oh yeah go ahead build right. that case against me right and they're gonna be they're going to single-handedly in that moment prove how much stronger you are than them right and then sometimes they're, they're, they're gonna they're gonna make your case for you they're not they're not gonna you're gonna put them into this hole and they're gonna be like oh shit yeah, I have to make this case, and I can't. But sometimes, like, like you as an individual already put that doubt in their head. Like, you yeah. created the doubt. So, like, let's say, like, before your whole life, you weren't doing shit before you started working out. Right. You're like, hey, you know what? I'm going to be a strong man. They're like, you? Bro, you always give up. You always yeah, yeah, quit. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, be realistic. It's like, you know you always quit. And it's like, oh, yeah. no, but my mindset has changed. Oh, I'm yeah. different now. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah. But you have to show that so they can get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know it, but they don't, you know? Damn. Yeah. I think you just made me realize I have to what I have to do. <laughs> I gotta get after after the after the marathon. I think I'm gonna try to get a six pack. There it that's, is. There it I've is. I've said this one before, and that's actually one that I get called out on a lot right. of, with like uh, among my friends because right. it's so it's so not impossible, but it is so hard to go from obese to, right, to six something pack. aesthetic. All right, right. Fuck, I just said that out loud. That's, that's, <laughs> there uh, it that, is happening. That's okay. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. And all right, anyway. So and what was the other one? A plan without oh, a, well, a goal look, without a plan is just a wish. wish. Yeah, right. right yeah. Is that something out of uh, someone you follow, or is that a career? I've, I've heard original? that before. Okay. Like different coaches kind of yeah, just use yeah. it a lot of the times. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I love it, man. Yeah, no, you don't want to. Uh, it's 
that's why like I, I I try to avoid the the t- like the word dream when it comes to things that I want to actually do. Right. Because dreams never happen. Let's not right. forget what actually happens in your dreams. Crazy shit that'll never. Yeah, true, true. You know, like yeah. I've been a centaur in my dreams before. You know, like <laughs> right. I don't. I'm not going to call a goal that's actually attainable of mine a dream. That's a right. goal. Right. Exactly. Because exactly a, a a goal you could arrive to with right. the right plan. Like, okay. I've been running for years. Uh, that was one of the ways that I kept my 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 weight off. Mm-hmm. But I've not been in marathon shape. But I want to run a marathon. I wanted to run a marathon since I was over three hundred pounds. Right, right. This year, I'm finally putting. I I got my my buddy who's run a couple of marathon. He he put together a plan for me and sent it my way, and I'm following it to a T. Mm-hmm. By the end of this plan, hypothetically, I should have no problem running a marathon. Right. And I could feel the the differences. I yeah. could, you know, before I used to, you know, like seven, six, seven miles used to be. A re- forget it. If, if we're saying before, before one mile used to make my back hurt, right? right, right. Two miles used to make me me grow, like, and then five, six miles, it'd take me weeks to recover. Right now, right. I'm running five, six, eight, ten miles in a week consecutively. I'm running right, yeah. forty-five miles in a week. Yeah. I'm running eighteen miles this Saturday, right? Yeah, I've worked right. up to it. Right, it didn't yeah. just happen overnight. Right, right, right. So this plan for me to run small a marathon, goals, yeah. exactly. This plan for me to run a marathon. Yeah. There's or this goal for me to run a marathon, it would be a dream if I just said, I don't want to run a marathon. But you day. said, you said run it. That's, that's the, that's the key thing. You said, my goal is to run a marathon. Yeah. Most people are like, I want to win it. Yeah. No. So like, crazy. you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm saying like, like you have to be realistic. It's okay. Yeah. I want to run it. Then you yeah. run it. Then you see your time. Then you're like, Hey, I want to do better time. Exactly. Then you get closer. Like, Hey, I was fourth or fifth. Hey, I want to win this now. You Hell know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you know what I mean? But it has to be small goals Hell to yeah. start somewhere. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, I get people that want to be world champion before they learn how to throw a jab. I'm like, wait, you know, let's start somewhere. See it's if true. you got something first. It's true, you know? man. Before you become world champion, learn how to throw a jab. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I think that's an Words important. Words of advice. That's a very important <laughs> one. I think we could end it on there, guys. <laughs> so, so in short, from Kareem, we got, uh, we we got. Don't let people do doubt for. Don't let people doubt for you. Right, exactly. A a dream without a plan. A goal without a, a plan, plan is, is just a, a wish. wish. Right. And learn how to jab before you become world champion. World champ. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. All right, Kareem. So uh, I'm sure people loved this conversation and want to get a little yeah, bit more fun, of you. Bro. Thank where, you man. where can can they find you? Uh, to uh, I'm on uh, I'm on social media. Uh, Facebook awesome. Kareem Blue and uh, on Instagram. Can you Kareem spell Blue. that for everybody? Uh, K A R E E M and Blue like the color B L U E. Awesome, and that's on yep. Instagram. Instagram and uh, Facebook. Cool. Yep. Very good. And as always, guys, you could follow me at, uh, at Stephabro93 on Snapchat, at Stephabro93 on Instagram, Stefano Sanzo on Facebook. Don't have a Facebook page yet. I don't know if I ever will, but that's uh, that's where you could get me now. And on that note, we're all done here. As always, everybody, drink more water and be nicer to each other.